one that comes with a side. Oh, yeah, nice. No, my drink that I have is really good. Oh, what, what drink is um, it? Cherry Italian Ice Seagrams. Oh, I thought you had made yourself a mixer. So this is like a canned, like six pack. No, it's a bottle. Oh. And it tastes like, well, you know, the cherry slushies from Target. Yeah. Tastes exactly like it with alcohol in it. That's it's perfect. Delicious. Dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous, indeed. very dangerous. <laughs> He's and Hawes taking sips, taking tokes, getting down on a Saturday at the beginning of the year 2022. We are back with episode 43 of Brevity Box and really happy to have you guys with us. I don't really have a game plan on what we're going to talk about, but I'm going to take a second and tell you what we're not going to talk about because I'm sick of hearing about it. We're not going to talk about COVID. Thank you. Uh, we're not going to talk about, uh, uh, if we can avoid it, politics, because fuck politics. Um, it's a really weird moment, that, that weird moment in, in every year, and Becky will know what I'm talking about, where fantasy football is over. I want to talk about it. We I'm will very, talk about it. I'm very upset. I know you are. Very I know you are. And probably with me. And uh, the new year is here and we're trying to get adjusted and there's just overwhelming um i don't even know if saturation is a big enough word i'm i'm so tired of the politics and the covid and i have a lot of opinions on both but i talk about them enough i hear about them enough and i don't think you want to hear about it either so we're gonna move the fuck on and then amen. have a little fun amen Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And listen, everybody, stop. If you're afraid of anything, um, make sure you remember what country you belong to. We're not afraid of shit. We dumbly run forward into everything, you know, sometimes with little brains, sometimes without, but we're not particularly a frightened people. So let's remember that and not be scared shitless about everything and also not be assholes and dickheads to the people we mean to take care of us. And Amen. Plug that into everything. You'll be better off for it. All right, moving on. So, <laughs> Becky's got yeah. stories from a Becky's got dranks. In summation, just chill the fuck out, please. Uh, chill the fuck yes. out, man. Chill the fuck out. You might run into somebody that works at Spacely Sprockets or Cogswell Cogs or even Callahan Auto Parts. And you want to be cool with them. And if you're cool with them, they're cool with you. Pretty much a good philosophy. If you're cool with the world, most of the time, the world will be cool with you. And when those motherfuckers come around that aren't cool with you, swerve. <laughs> Just get the <laughs> fuck out of the way. Go somewhere else. You'll be all right. You'll well, be all like right. It's like a 90s rap song right there. I love the word swerve. That's one, like, one of my favorite words. You know what? That, that mode of like 90s and early aughts funk feel has been reigning in my brain because of Silk Sonic. Yes. Anytime I've got fly as me in the background or skate, you know, mm -hmm. whenever I hear somebody trying to get my flow, trying to get my glide, Swerve is in that, you know, that 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 <laughs> list of words to use. Swerve is on there and I want to find ways to use it now. That's your your uh, New Year's resolution to use the word Swerve. <laughs> One of them. I don't really make them anymore. Do you guys still make New Year's resolutions? I make goals no. for myself. That's same thing, right? Yeah. Do you have one big goal, one big resolution that you're going to keep or commit? Yeah. Don't make mistakes while intoxicated. <laughs> Scratch. No more drunk texting. Because <laughs> it only gets me in trouble. Um, well, you know what? It doesn't have to be drunk texting to get you embarrassed or in trouble. And I think that's a pretty good segue for me. I'm to not embarrassed by anything. Here in a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm about to be. I promise you. Brando's <laughs> definitely got a long vent about my girly ways. I hope I'm not offending anybody by using the word girly because I sure do make it manly when I do it. But uh, certainly funny. And I can't wait to hear about it. So this motherfucker. <laughs> i love it when stories start like that i'm so. working a little late on friday and i get a text how's your schedule tomorrow tomorrow afternoon or evening i'm in the middle of a i'm in the middle of work so i just scratch i just you know swipe back <laughs> evening is fine afternoon not open 
Correct. Okay. It's <laughs> like <laughs> he's, read, he's get, reading the text. I get a, a big paragraph of the reason why, and I don't really give a shit, so I just say, okay. It's pertinent for context. I'll I mean, confirm on here. Assassinate me here. Honestly, it isn't. You could have just said it's not a good time. I'll confirm here in a minute, just talking it out with them. And then, like, literally one minute goes by without a, without a response. You good, bro? Everything all right? What's up, bro? Bruh. I'm working. <laughs> bruh. It's bruh. bruh. Not bruh. There was one H. It was bruh. One H. Bruh. So, basically, when someone doesn't text you back, you... You, you, you don't you don't get needy you get worse you get wanty you just you want that response only only with you Brenda. only with you not even with and, my wife and that's when i start referring to you as charlene now <laughs> charlie, <laughs> charlie with it. an ie <laughs> i i will take it it is charlie with an ie you could you could feel the eye roll brooke gave me the first time i said it to her <laughs> charlie funny. with an ie oh never chaz sometimes so sometimes people have lives, man. I felt I reading that like big paragraph oh. like in our group text. I felt that way too. Oh, you I should. Like, and too I deserve much, it. Too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> you know. You, you know when I get into that. When I get to that place is when I'm trying to manage stress around me. Not even yeah. my own stress. It's like I've become like a funnel of other people's stress, right? And it's. Uh, and I'm not going to justify it anyway. Anything I'm about to say following this point does not deter from the fact that I've earned the name Charlene and Brando is completely right. I was out of order for masculinity. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I don't do it all the time, but there are times when I falter and I do it. So that said, I literally want to open hand slap you. I, I, I can't I kind of want to open hand slap myself. Good. I mean, it was uh, not my best moment, but to not put a defense not even to 60, just like 60 seconds you couldn't wait 60 seconds for a fucking response let me tell you man when i tell you the situation i explain the dynamics of what was going on you'll understand okay? no, no, no 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 i got i got the cliff notes from mrs langer i understand what's going on oh yeah okay <laughs> i always forget that brooks in your other ear you know that i always <laughs> a forget. lot more than you yeah Ooh. i know you answer her right away yeah because she texts me like even a, when you're busy. No, 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 no. It's not even that, but busy. she texts like an adult, like a man. She, she texts, texts like, like a, man. a man. Yeah. No, no, no. She doesn't text like a man. She texts using proper grammar, <laughs> spelling, and punctuation spelling correctly. Oh, you mean she's basic as fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. She's proper as fuck. <laughs> she she uses real words. Charles <laughs> is a real word. W-A-S-S-U-P is not in the dictionary. Yes, it is. What's up? Urban Dictionary. Look it up. Yeah, it doesn't count That's as still a dictionary. dictionary. My mom would slap you so hard right now with a book. I deserve it. I deserve <laughs> it. I deserve it. But listen, you have your, even if you love your mom, if your parents come and stay with you randomly, unexpectedly in a moment of drama and duress, what are you going to do? Send them to a fucking hotel with my credit card. I would be like, hey, I would be like, hey, we're gonna um, shoot this podcast. Do you guys want to be on this episode? Oh, listen, and if you it would get some them. very, very interesting stories. Uh, that should happen. And I thought about something like that tonight, but last night I had a plan. My plan got thrown out. And if you want to put me into a, a Charlene style frenzy, make my plans go down the toilet and put me in a situation where I'm in the middle of two couples at it with that's each other and, and i'm related to all of them yeah that's the worst so it was just a, a weird dramatic moment so that that long ass text i sent you was really in disguise <laughs> it was just me being like please god let me escape me. let me escape this chaos to podcast land but it wasn't to happen it just didn't work it didn't work and i texted brando because he's my comfort animal he's my big stuffed teddy bear my panda on my You really got to find somebody else for that role. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah, I, know, I don't channel. ever use it like that anyway. I never talk to you like that anyway. But you're totally right about Brooke. She 100% speaks in normal lingo. Because she's busy talking to, uh, like you, you know, you guys are 
in a professional adults. setting talking to doctors you use adults a little freely sir i also am an adult with adult responsibilities just because i use the word what's up doesn't get you a hole punch to punch a hole in my card there i thought bro <laughs> was pretty funny bro <laughs> and then you know what like i read your text message and then i proceeded to say bro for the rest of the night for every every answer i was like bro come on and i was like oh my god on, bro. why on, bro. am i i was like why am i talking like that i don't i don't talk like i don't say that and i was like i'm drunk and i saw charlie say it so i had to say it you saw me say to it make it a little times. bit more cool <laughs> oh you know uh thank you yeah mm -hmm. i try to make everything more cool with bruh 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 bro yeah dude i totally came off as super fucking needy it was hilarious it's okay. and you called me out on it right away like he sent me the text right away okay charlene <laughs> so while we're talking about what a boss my wife is and we can merge right into fantasy football i'm sure if anybody plays fantasy football we won't get into the specifics of everything that happened in fantasy football but uh fair to say if you know what it's like to even come close to winning a championship these last few weeks of the year what's the deal if you don't basically suck her off on the podcast every other episode she beats you well i mean you got it backwards i'm trying to get beat i okay no kink shaming and brevity box please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man she's just a a legit badass you know my my if you've never seen the show the league that was on fx so many years ago it's no longer around great fucking show and you should check it out i just revisited it. yeah and i just revisited that series and i it is still super fucking funny is it and super pertinent yeah i think okay. it is all right it's worth going back and revisiting but in that show they finally let one of the act one of the characters wives play because she's always managing from behind the scenes and in the end, she ends up naming her team Vaginal Hubris. And one of the guys on the show likes to create musical, like, <laughs> like these little videos going into whatever it is. And it's hilarious. And it's John La Jolla. He's fantastically funny on a lot of levels. And the song surrounding that name stuck in my brain and in Brooke's brain. And the first year that she ever used her vaginal hubris as her team name, she fucking won the whole thing with authority, with authority. And then since then, hasn't even come close. And Becky, you can attest with her line of work and the way mm -hmm. things go. Sometimes you just don't have the time to do the research. You just don't have the time to put into it. You've had to suffer from that, a little bit of that this season, too. And you still managed to be number one for most of the season yeah i was number one i was 11 and three yeah. and then the one you year are. that we don't do where the first and second place get to sit out the first week and i had a real shitty week at work oh we didn't do divisions that's right we did a straight i get fucking 12. beat because i had a shitty ass i'm really upset about it <laughs> if you can't yeah, who's that who's that piece of shit that beat you Heck, what a what a dump truck fire that guy it was is. Sharon. <laughs> I I was really surprised she was. Wait, no, it wasn't Sharon. Yeah, it was. Not this year. Yeah, it was. No, Sharon's not in the league this year. Is she not? Oh, who's that team then? What was the team name? Oh, was it Feeling Dangerous? That's Amanda. Amanda. Sorry, that's, Amanda. That's, that's the Vigs, man. Okay, sorry, Amanda. But you got to think about how cool it is, right? This was a championship year for all of the women in our league made it to the playoffs. And Becky, you got to be happy that Highway Velociraptors, the newcomer who sparked a lot of, you know, front facing attitude. Becky. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you want to get on Becky's bad side, start talking shit before you ever get on anybody's good side. And you've got a, a blood oath for life. He's dead to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like and I then think fucking and then two. fucking sit sit with fucking four or five quarterbacks on your bench. Yeah, we're gonna, like literally making us have a rule change for the whole thing. 
without going into specifics on all of the ins and outs of our fantasy league. But yeah, that guy, I think it was week two, week three after he joined us, Becky calls me. She's like, I don't like him. We got to find somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyways, you know, yeah, you got beat in the semifinals and I ended up, it was a weird moment because Arvig played his wife and I played my wife and my wife. Took me to the you. fucking shed, called me Charlene, and beat me like I deserved to be. She made you her bitch. Yeah, totally. And ended up winning the whole thing. So big shout out and props to my football genius wife who renamed her team this season for the first time in a long time, Vaginal Hubris. So Vaginal Hubris is now a two-time champ and holds all the cards. And aren't you happy to know that? Aren't you happy yeah. to know that? I'm happy it's about a healthy going. household dynamic. It yeah, I'm doing me. all the dishes. I'm glad it was her. Yeah, I, I knew you would be. Nurses yeah. unite. Still a little salty, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So in the new year, everybody's got new things. I know in the last couple of episodes we had talked about Brando taking on his new job, which I know he's a little bit further into the shallow into the pool on it. I want to, I mean, what's going on with that, man? How you doing over there at uh, Callahan? More money for less work. Life is good. That's all I can really say. Delightful. Staying home. Told anybody about the podcast or is that on the DL? That's on the DL. Yeah, you don't want to hear people. Uh, like, they're like, uh, like George Costanza, I keep my world separate. It's, uh, it's not a lie. If, if you, you believe, believe it. it. <laughs> Great shit great shit too much fun yeah you know it's a weird it's been a weird fucking year but i've got a lot of hope i've got a lot of hope because i hear about funny i already know it's going to be funny and i still can't wait to hear about it and when we come back from our break we're going to see what becky's got to offer us when becky got drinks we'll be right (laughs) back after you hear take a moment to hear from our sponsor it's a wonderful new segment name Becky got drinks got drinks make it sound like an alcoholic no, just somebody likes to have fun. We could just call you a New Orleanian. <laughs> you belong here. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts. And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. All right, welcome back to Brevity Box. But case I didn't say it earlier, and I don't think I did, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network, and we are produced by Area 42 Studios and Sound. Our intro music, our outro music, all of our editing, everything that makes us sound like we are a big, bad professional show, we owe it all to Area 42 and the man at the controls, Mitch. Mitch in the control room, always the man we're referencing, always doing good things for us. If you, yay, we love you, bitch. If you want to check out our roster of podcasts, you should check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And if you want to help support us so that we can keep doing what we do, we have a Patreon account set up there. There's some merch options and more merch options coming. We've got some new podcasts in the pipeline. And here on Brevity Box in the coming weeks, we're going to be making a focus of having some of those hosts from shows that have been with us for a long time that you've heard me talk about before, like Cinephile Hissy Fit or Ruminations of Red Rum, uh, are going to be joined by some of the newcomers like Oh God, It Hurts, a gaming podcast that I can relate to a lot because I think it's for those people that grew up along with the gaming industry. If you're in that zone where you love old school classic gaming and you, you're also currently gamer even in a mild way, Uh, from Nintendo DSs to Xbox and Series S, Series X, the whole deal. A lot of good conversation, really interesting topics, and those guys are just easy to listen to. You should check them out, and you can find our link or their link on the website. So go see what we're about. Okay, Becky. Yes. Becky got dranks. It is a new segment, and I love it. (laughs) What we know, you know, between between dealing with the uh, hellish landscape that is your 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 paid job yes. uh what and then baby showers which to me sounds like a 
well, potato tomato. Let, if me, let me preface this whole conversation by beginning to tell you how my new year started. Yeah. Go so for it. shitty job driving to yeah. shitty job right now. I blew a tire on the freeway. Mm, almost died. Fun. Yeah. Almost died. Um, that stretch of freeway you've got, cause you've got like a 10, 15 minute, like high speed. Yeah. 75. Zoom two yeah. lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys, for those of you who aren't too familiar with Arizona, like it's one of the fun things about having a, or, you know, it's at times when you can get on an empty road in Arizona, it is just go. Yeah. Fast. <laughs> so you were going like 80. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you blew a tire. I blew a tire. I freak out about that stuff. Does it? What's that? Do you like lose control? Or did um, it... I did not because I okay I stay I stayed calm, <laughs> and I got off the road and then um I was like fuck how am I gonna get to work because I have to work tonight I can't call out it's too late to call out oh shit um uh thank God my parents live fifteen minutes away from me. And a cop pulled up behind me and I said, can you get me to work? And he goes, hell yes, I can. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I was like, my parents will come get my car. I was like, just get me to work. And he took me to work. Whoa. So, yeah. So everyone was like, oh, why was a cop bringing you? Like, do you have something <laughs> to tell us? And Becky. I was like, oh that 50-year-old cop? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you had a real opportunity there. I know. You, you, I, Brando, I, I gotta, I gotta put this to you because I'll go, I'll it. go in a weird direction with it. Brando, if you were her and you got pulled up to your job after hearing some of the things that she's had to deal with, what would your story have been about why you were being brought there by a cop? Shit, man, I, I, I don't have a good one. Oh man, I, I would have probably just said something like, I, I lost it on somebody who was disrespecting me at the 7-Eleven when I was buying a Slurpee. Oh, there you I was go. trying to decide whether I wanted a Snickers or a whatchamacallit. She <laughs> saw me in my scrubs and made some asshole comment about what I do for a living. That would have been, I see if I would have like been like not so like freaked you look out just and like, like you. almost dying. <laughs> I would have come up with a good story, but I didn't have one. And I was like, no, you know, just starting off the new year with my tire blowing on the freeway. And then, you know, shitty. which is like the end of a shitty run for the whole year. You've just been sent a series of and I know that happens to everybody. I mean, yeah. I've got my version of it. Brando's on the upswing from anything he had to deal with last year. Oh, uh, but yeah. You're like, you know, you've been dealing with a lot. Yeah. I mean, you work at the COVID factory, basically. Basically. <laughs> and you try to save lives and yeah. you deal with asshole people all day. Yeah. And some of those people who are assholes work with you. At work, yeah. And that's just from your manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I am not a leader, according to my manager. <laughs> okay, so you blow your tire I blow my on tire. your way to work. And then I have to have my mom come pick me up in the morning. So that's also like, oh, my mommy's coming to pick me up from work. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, God. And then I have to buy in two new tires because of course the, the, the other one was low. I was like, really? Shit. Um, and then I had to like get the lecture from the Firestone people. Like, you really need to be bringing your car in every 5000 like, yeah. Thank you. I know. I was like, do you want to work my job and try to bring my car in? Did You're you, like, I don't even know what fucking year it is. Bro. I was like, I don't much know what day it how, is. <laughs> much less how many miles my car has had on it since the last time somebody I was like, looked at the tires. Fuck me. Like, just write the sticker on the window and I'll look at it and bring it in. But you guys didn't do that last time and I completely blanked. So you work so like, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's your New Year. That's, that's let's my just New start year. there. That's my New Year. Blown tire at work from a cop. Blown tire. Get home. That's your New Year. Get home and um, ex boyfriend, major ex boyfriend, uh, sends a text that says, You up. <laughs> oh no. And I was oh. like, What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm no, like, No, we're talking about, like, for, for again, we're going to have to do a little bit of a filler course here for yeah. people who don't know. The original ex boyfriend, the OG been... broke me. Yeah, fucking still in love with him. So if much. you've been listening for 
a while now. We have definitely discussed this guy. And I don't think you've posted any other pictures on, like, you haven't said this guy here on Instagram, have you? No. <laughs> if you saw this guy, I would say that he would be a uh, part-time mediocre Ryan Gosling lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> I say me doesn't act anything I, like Ryan Gosling. He acts like what uh, well, is somebody he would act like Dane Cook in um good what is that movie? Good luck. Chuck? That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway. So this guy, the original this guy. old flame, the one that you can't shake, the one yeah. that's kind of yeah, I'll, I got it. Will always be there. Yeah, yeah. So I get the you up. And he sends you the charming 2022. <laughs> Like shout back from 2010. Yeah. You up? Okay. And I, <laughs> I respond, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> well, I'm close to you. I'm in your, I'm, I'm really close Why to you. Why do you still have his number? Because I can't shake him, Brando. Because <laughs> she no doesn't matter, want to delete it, bro. No, I have it deleted. I just have it memorized. That's like one of those things. Oh, like, okay. I got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not saved in my phone. It's just like that's, I know who that is. Like. Because that you never forget those phone numbers because it was back when we didn't have, you know. See, this is, I mean, dumb questions like that are what happen when you have, like, no drama in your life. <laughs> so I, I respond. I'm like, what, what the fuck do you want? He's like, oh, I'm really close to you. Like, really close. Like, mm. uh, I'm let's, by you. Hang on. <laughs> okay, let's, let's break this down for a second. That text okay. is a little too sus. He should have worded that a little differently. And I'm like, where that's are you? <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm saying, bro. I was just about to say it's like guy code here. Like if he's he's right near you. He, I mean, okay. I thought he was breaking getting... into my house like my other ex. <laughs> You've got a good taste in men. You've got so I was like, are you? I was like, are you at my house? And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not like in this in your state, but I'm close to your state. And I was like, close oh, to your state? Yeah. That's not any fucking where near you. It's across the border. <laughs> I'm close to your country. I'm what are close you doing? to your country. <laughs> and I'm I was 27 like, hours away. I was like, what are you doing? Okay. Like, what? All right. Cool. Like, thumbs up. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> He's like, oh, I just thought you should know. And I was like, cool. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy's like, I'm going like to go to bed. Fucking- Chode, yeah. bro. So I worked for I worked four nights in a row at the COVID factory, and um, I was like, "Shit, <laughs> I really need to drink this weekend." So yesterday, um, since our podcast was canceled, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm drinking, and I'm drinking hard because I deserve it." <sighs> at a baby shower. <laughs> No, that was today. <laughs> My baby shower. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know what? I, I think I it sounds better if you say I was getting shit faced at a baby shower. No, I had I had to have <laughs> I had to have two mimosas at the baby shower so I wouldn't throw up. <laughs> nice. Everyone's the like, "Are you okay, moves. Becky?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm good." <laughs> Just the funny fuck. Keep the There's a whole coming. industry around those mimosas here in this in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The mimosas are what saved me today at the baby shower, but I'm sure, I'm sure. So, so last you got night, those mimosas going in. Last, or last night, night you got tanked. Okay, I got. I you. got tanked on Pink Whitney. Just straight up <laughs> Pink Whitney, straight. What the fuck is Pink Whitney? It's vodka. I, I, but can it's I say whatever it is? It's also a great euphemism for a body part for right, women right. with a shit face. <laughs> Okay, I, I would totally be charmed by a girl coming and being like, have you met Pink Whitney? And you're like, I'd like <laughs> and then to. Ripping her. <laughs> and then handing you a drink and you're like, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> well, like that scene in Get Him to the Greek where she like lifts up her skirt and he's like, is that a microphone? And she taps her crotch and goes, is this thing on? Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Check Mike. Hello. Check one two. One two. One two. <laughs> that is the funniest shit ever. That's Pink hilarious. Whitney. Yeah. And the microphone shaven. So, I um, I'm 
really deep in the pink Whitney at this point, and um, (laughs) I get another text. I think your uh, ex wanted to be deep in the pink Whitney, too. Well, (laughs) I get a text, (laughs) and it says, you up? And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm up. What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm drinking. Well, I found a plane ticket for you. Jesus. And I was like, what time does the flight leave? (laughs) Oh, shit. And I literally, like, drunkenly packed a bag and was, like, getting ready to order an Uber. And thank God my conscience kicked in. And I was like, don't fucking do this. (laughs) Because I was ready to go. (laughs) I was ready to make a cross-country booty call last night. That would have ended terribly. That would have crushed my entire soul. And I'm proud to say I didn't do it. So that's starting. I mean, I'm proud of you too, but I'm kind of, I, Brando, have you ever had an instance where you had that kind of influence just from being able to text somebody you up? I don't know if I'm angry at the dude, if I think he's a piece of shit. No, I don't have the necessary level of audacity to pull that one off. Mm, I have the audacity. I don't think I have anybody to work with. Like, I think if I did, even if, like, Brooke's in the other room. If I texted her you up, she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of amusing just to, like, uh, I want to be deep you know, just, just with te- like, like, some girl, you get her number, text her at 2.30 in the afternoon, hey, you up? <laughs> I'll try that with my wife. <laughs> Come home, champ. I want to be deep in the pink Whitney. Just going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm uh, disgusted at the guy or if I just think he's got some magic like sauce that I want to know what the ingredients are. Or well, if I'm he's got like a magic jealous. sauce hold on me, like it just like it's so frustrating. Clearly, dude, I have. A I need to ticket. like. I need to. Yeah. Well, you guys, I wish I would have taken a picture of my bag because drunk Bucky packed like five pairs of ponies <laughs> and like. like one bra and then like a pair of pants. That's all I had to work with in this Yoga bag. Pants. And I was ready to go. I was like, apparently yeah. I'm not gonna wear any shirts while I'm there. That's not so hard for me to kind of get like an understand of of where that comes from though, right? Yeah. Just wanting to get out of your really fucked up situation that yeah. you've been contending with. Well, that brought like a really good question to me, like like about forgiveness and like like, do you think, like, are you guys good at forgiving people when they've no. when they've done like <laughs> it, unspeakable he hasn't even gotten the rest of the context yet? Like, it was just no. a broad level forgive. Are you good at for- no? Not no, good at I'm that. I'm not good at forgiving. I take that grudge to the fucking grave, son. <laughs> so, like, even if it was like a little like slip, like a like a mix up, you wouldn't you wouldn't forgive somebody like. Nah, yeah, you know, Brando and I are, are are really funny about this shit because I'm the one who's going to want to break down all the semantics, and he's just like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Mm-hmm. So, Brando, you know, you don't give anybody second chances ever. No, I don't. Rarely, I would say there he can count on one hand the people he's given second chances to. I would like bet. what for for what for you justifies like possibly getting a second chance for somebody i'm just curious because well, i'm, hang on, I'm hang on, trying hang on. to think of like, wait, wait wait like if uh, you have so uh, few okay. people that you give second chances to like what would qualify somebody to be on that small tally list oh i don't know like kick my dog for oh, a relationship God. cheat on me Bro. Okay. You for, okay so you forgive we've somebody. covered a big gamut there you forgive somebody for cheating on you in a relationship? No, 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 no. That's what they'd have oh. to do to get that's to get cast out of my life. You got to go hard. In the oh, pain. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little confused. I was yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> like, say, say a friend goes way too far in getting irritated because the sink got clogged and he had to snake it out himself. Yeah, he's forgiving and gives second chances on that. <laughs> but he also played a role in that, even though that friend went overboard with how irritated he was. A lot, Charlene. <laughs> I just like it's just because I I'm a very forgiving person. I feel, and I I kind of 
don't know if that's something I like want to change about myself because I'm very like, oh. Well, let me say this as well. Perhaps I can forgive them, but they're still going to be dead to me. I can for I can forgive you, but I'm never going to forget. And so, like, our relationship is never going to be the same. But like, I can forgive, but there will still be no further relationship. There's no like DefCon scale for you on that kind of shit. I mean, doesn't See, that's my Defcon. Yeah, that's my Defcon one. Yeah, I'm talking uh, Becky too. Like, yeah, th- like going backwards a second. Take a step back. You were saying you don't know if you want to be for forgiving. I mean, what's? I don't know if that's all. Like, there has to be some things that are forgivable. I'm not one of those people who thinks time heals everything. I don't. I don't. I'm not like. I don't like to sweep shit under the rug either. I don't believe it. I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's a made up i think people hold on to grudges and try to tamp them down and they're always kind of there i don't know if my relationship would permanently change after one it would depend on the thing you know what i I mean like for me like i just don't understand how like i can like there's one person i forget like can forgive i'm not going to forget about it but i can forgive him for what he did way back when and then the other person who did pretty much the exact same thing can't forgive him he's dead to me like i don't understand how i can have like that two different aspects i mean you know in my forgiveness it's not one size fits all it's not one size fits all is why i mean i think you're there's a whole lot of chemistry and shit on your like between two people it's just a different animal each way you know and it and and there's almost an economy to it if it's something whatever happens if it's something from somebody that has undeniably shown you sort of incontrovertible affection yeah and been there for you and been a good friend and you know Mm -hmm. there's something there and maybe for you that's just that you can't like you met the john cusack of your life or whatever (laughs) character you want that's in all the movies i mean it's just like you know you're you've got i think everybody has that one i think everybody has that one person that they dated in when they were a young adult or even in high school that you just had a a kismet sort of connection with and because i I know people that i just very infrequently speak to that after years could walk up and i would just be affectionate like it was a day or a week nothing weird or uncomfortable but you know you that person was there at a formative part of your you're growing into who you are and it can mean that can mean a lot like you're sort of connected even even in a way to people who aren't so good yeah you end up going you know you go through some hard times with somebody it could still be that they're important to you and that you hold them close and dear and that you have a reverence for them and it might not be good for you like this guy uh no he's not good for me and i know he's not good for me (laughs) no and i know that but it's just like it's like why can i forgive him but then there's this other the other thing that happened with the other guy that i could never forgive him for but it's the same exact thing it's and i understand there's like feelings involved but there's feelings involved for both of them it's just really confusing to me like why some people because are because one of them means more to you than the other one i mean that's that's really one of them means more to you than the other one. it's frustrating me <laughs> Well, but it's the truth, it's right? It's making me I mean, mad. One person means more to you. It, it's I mean, making I think me mad because it, like it doesn't. Because it makes life hard. Because it it's makes life as hard fuck. because you yeah. always go back to that, like, and especially in hard times, especially like after having like such a bad year, and like, like we talked about this last time, just like where I am emotionally, and just it's brutal, brutal I being think... by yourself. Well, so that's the thing. I think that for when I hear you, and I think for anybody that's listening to us, uh, and and uh, our our ups and downs, our ebbs and flows, and and you're sort of a a voice for a lot of people who don't have a chance to tell um, any number of people what it's like, right? And there's yeah. a lot of people going through that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people having the same kind of run-ins with job complications, and mm-hmm. there's some sometimes it's. Uh, relationships that you've had in the past, like the ones you're talking about now that are just pulling you in different directions. And, yeah. 
and often it can i think that can be between buddies and girlfriends and families mm-hmm. and you know it can and i think that the you know the the proverbial magnifying glass on us as ants is the world around us like i started off the show like i i have a lot of things i want to talk about the the pope was chastising people who chose dogs over kids like to have dogs over having kids yeah which is the most random headline i could have possibly expected to read or hear about in my lifetime not that i follow the pope all that much it just seemed kind of a weird thing to even be in print you know yeah yeah so it's just you know i'm trying i'm trying to dodge the uh the walking ins and outs of an old house with squeaky doors and wooden floors and Mm -hmm. i keep hearing my parents going back and forth and they're not thinking about the noise that they're putting into it's adding to the show it's adding gravitas (laughs) to the show Uh, but you know i think it happens i mean look case in point you know you we're all in that same boat we're all kind of in that place and you talk about forgiveness that forgiveness could be like what you're talking about having to figure out why those things are different why it's a struggle to deal mm-hmm. with in the first place and then if it's a family member if it's your sister <laughs> for me if it's your mom if it's uh whoever you might disagree with at work or about politics or about what they should do if they don't if they feel sick yeah like really sick <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> i mean home. look we just <laughs> Well, well, I mean, I'll give you a great example, right? You, you, uh, with, and I'm not throwing anybody anywhere under the bus, but somebody very close to me who gets regular, like therapeutic massage and, and depends on it and trusts that that person has their care and well being and everybody in mind. It, it came as a surprise to find out that that person is not vaccinated mm-hmm. and ends up testing positive and then tells everybody that they tested positive and it just becomes an ordeal where you're yeah. just like well what what are you going to do about it right and and even if it's something forgive like you talk about a topic like forgiveness and i think it manifests in all these different ways like it's it's the masseuse it's the boyfriend you upping you at night or the other one that you don't want to have anything to do with i think it just depends on your relationship with that person. There's a context yeah. there, right? It's like who's most important, who's valuable, who was nice all the time, who do you know it's innocent about? Right. You know, and and that goes for people that you disagree with or that treated you badly. I find if it's always pretty obvious if somebody did something to fuck you over, hurt you, you can tell whether they give a shit or not about it. And the people who tend to give a shit, even if they can't do anything about it, I probably am more prone to forgive that person. Yeah. You know, the people who are careless and aloof and sweep under the rug and move on and those kinds of things. I'm, I have a harder time. I don't buy that they give a shit. Like it's going to happen again. In the end, it's going to happen again. Right. That's what you do. Do you think that, um, like being more of a forgiving person like can make somebody weaker as a person because that's how I feel most of the time like I know I that I can that. be I can I be like that too okay I was like I know I can be very very forgiving and like to me the way that I was raised and the way that I was brought up and just what I was around kind of like being too forgiving was seen as a weakness and that's just like because of how I was conditioned, like it makes me feel like a weaker person. And that's what I struggle with the most, like just that weak feeling. But that's a confuse that's a confusing those are confusing dis- words. Yeah. Right. To yeah. to describe what you're talking about. Brando, what 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 made you disagree before I get wordy? I mean, just being more forgiving doesn't mean you're a weaker person. It just means you're less of an intolerant asshole. Right. No, I, yeah, he's, see, Brando's, yeah. he's so much better. <laughs> That's at why I like talking words. about it with like Brando because like Brando like pulls me out of my like terribly conditioned like childhood poor little girl in the corner in the back of my head. Like he's like some crazy albino <laughs> monk sitting yeah. in like the clouds on the top of a mountain. You have to climb five I'm not million that steps. Like that. <laughs> 
you know, and you get up there and you're like, I've had all these issues. No, I can't. I don't know about people. And he's like, six words. Stop. And then he gives you a pebble <laughs> and he's like, find your strength in this. <laughs> Be like the pebble, Becky. He's like, stop buying the crystals. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't right. Reiki is fake. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I don't. I just, I mean, I completely agree with what he said. My version of it is 10,000 times longer, but yeah, I think when somebody says, don't be too forgiving, I think that's confusing. I think that's where other words are better suited Yeah. to, you know, don't be a pushover. Don't let people take advantage of you. Set a line, a boundary and, you know, being forgiving, I think is empowering in a lot of ways. I don't think it always makes you weak. There's yeah. certain things you can't let go. Like mm -hmm. you can hold somebody accountable and not carry a grudge. And that's where you start getting into what the fucking word means and what it means to you. And just like you were pointing out the way you were raised, you know, and, and that's what you're basing. That's what your baseline comparison is. Right. And I think that was me too, especially with your, if you're from a proud family and hot headed, anybody mm -hmm. there, there, there's a moment where, they jump straight to fight, raise your voice. And, yep. you know, I mean, um, with, without getting all sad and sappy, it's if you, whether it's somebody that really fucking hurt you or whether it's some mild disagreement, there's a ton of ways where the concept of forgiving a person for what they're doing is letting yourself off the hook for having to carry that grudge. Because that's sort of the infection of it is that you you yeah. carry it with you I've even never, if you like, cannot get through way. it. That's like a good I mean, way to think of it. Yeah, and and you'll know, you'll know when it's not that. Yeah. Right. There are certain things where uh, clearly that dude is a piece of shit and you should stay away from them, <laughs> or that person is a piece of shit and you should stay away from them. But there's there's it's definitely usually that dude. <laughs> but but you know there's like this. It's almost like a here's a really bad scale a made-up scale to think about it it's if a scale was in thirds it's the middle third that you end up being okay with not having to worry about forgiveness it's the ones that do the worst and the ones that aren't doing the things that are the worst that you can go you know don't carry that around and let it eat you alive yeah. it's better to get through that process and and figure out why shit happened and in my experience when you figure out the origin or the motive of why some of those things happen it's pretty clear when you find somebody who's purposely doing it or even compulsively can't help themselves but to do shitty things you can protect yourself distance them and just kind of be like you know what i'm not dealing with your shit anymore and don't carry that grudge and let it fuck up your days or keep you yeah. from growing as a as a person or being able to allow yourself to enjoy whatever it is that being inhibited, you know, like that dude, like all of us at some point in time, you have that one true love or person you thought was your true love and it can really fuck up your new relationship. Right. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, mm -hmm. and, Especially and when the, you get the you up texts in front yeah, of Yeah. I'm just about partner. to say like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in a, a, a two month old shitty COVID relationship that you're already not sure works, but he's totally infatuated you and you get the you up and he's like, why are you packing a bag? And you're like, I can't talk about this right now. <laughs> I don't now. know why. Just don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get cigarettes. I'll be back. <laughs> Come back a you week don't later. Even smoke. <laughs> tanned and exhausted. <laughs> a walking funny. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, look, you know, what's fucked up is that I've had friendships with, uh, I have a lot of friendships, uh, healthy, normal friendships with women mm -hmm. where they've been those women. And I'm like, on the other hand, going like, what the fuck is your, like, I've literally talked to them like I would talk to my sister or like I would talk to my bro. Like, what the fuck is your problem? What's wrong? You know? Yeah. And, and it's usually this kind of stuff. And you know, I, I've had falling outs with those people where they, you know, and I know you've probably been in this situation too, Becky. Brando, probably not as much, but I'm <laughs> sure that there is uh, somebody who's anchored on your advice and talked to you about it. And at some point, you get tired of giving them advice that they oh, don't yeah. want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you kind of have to walk a middle ground there. You forgive right. them for being the compulsive maniac 
ridiculous idiot that they are, but you keep your distance. You don't get involved because mm-hmm. you know, it's going to bother you and not getting involved bothers you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of forgive them for the, the, the simple things that they, and look, I think we all have them. Some of us just far less than others right. or it's categorical. Like on, like for me, it's compulsively texting Brando because I was needy for his approval that everything was okay. <laughs> My inner Charlene Brando out. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amateur hour sometimes. His apathy keeps me warm. <laughs> He's like my minky blanket. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's a complicated subject, and I think we're all trying to figure it out all the time. And it's funny that you're kind of bringing it up in the context of exes and relationships. I've had uh, friendships that I still think about that bother me from time to time. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm always uh, looking for resolution. Right. Like, that's the thing. It feels like I have something on my ledger, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like I have something on my ledger and that I can't get it off of my ledger until I address it. So I'm always anxious to address it and get it out of the way right now. Yeah. And the hardest time I used to have when I was just getting out, moved out of my parents' house, was that was my way of dealing with things. And if I ran into somebody who didn't deal with that, it was always like I would get offended or, you know. I wouldn't understand. I would need to understand. And thank God I married somebody to man me up a little bit just before <laughs> Brando gets in the jab. I'll jab myself there. But look, it's different communication styles, right? Like, right. you know, we're talking about forgiveness, but it took a while for me to realize that, you know, sometimes you got to end up forgiving yourself too, you know, or even being willing to acknowledge that you're the one that's fucking it up, you know, yeah. it, in, in general, you know, that it's on you yeah. and owning up to it. And letting yourself off the hook and letting yourself off the hook from carrying around the the burden of those grudges is a huge thing. That's very so, hard. It's very hard to do, especially yeah. when you're very lonely. <laughs> I'm so lucky I remember all this from my therapy time, you know, back back in the day. I know. I I'm like, I can't smart. get in, I, I can't get in to talk to my therapist because there's a long line of people Did that need consider- to get in to talk to him. <laughs> Have you considered seeing a therapist again so you could text like a normal person? I don't know what you mean. That doesn't sound right to me. There's like conversion therapy for texting. <laughs> like, like those commercials about people becoming their parents. Like I'll be texting and I'll be like, bruh, it's not bruh. What's up? What's up is not a word, Charles. What's up? <laughs> it's two words. It's what's up. What does what stand for? Text your what age. Is. Again, again, this is, this is Brando's, uh, what is it? He has to have this level of conformity towards those, those plateaus and dynamics. Like I am now fill in the blank and then he'll have to find everything that's appropriate for that. So between 30 and 35, drive an accord, (laughs) have an Apple watch, have an iPad. Am I, am I off here? Am I missing? What, what I'm age? so sorry that you think me wanting the <laughs> superior product is some weird thing. What 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 age demographic is buy seven swords? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, oh so I'm now sorry. we're back to where I was saying this is like the classic argument between like everybody, but Brando and I, especially when we were living together, like I I grew up in a house that was always like no kids allowed very clean 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 everything in its right place beautiful little priceless whatever's paintings and shit and i was never comfortable there right you yeah. can't just so be a i grew up in a place like right? that too but my parents weren't insane i get it i get <laughs> it but also grew up with a lot of that propriety and that that uh, etiquette and i i and i have an appreciation for that but i grew to a place where for me personally i put that as a time and place thing so put me in the right setting in the right time and place and i'll put on the the costume i'll wear the suit i can wear a suit and i can go into a room and be as cordial sophisticated as i need to be and carry it off but in my everyday normal shit i sort of reject that and so that boiled down to where like 
whenever Brando and I were living together, Brando, to use a funny ass example, that'll definitely divide the room. If there's dirty clothes, dirty clothes go in the dirty clothes basket and they stay there until they're moved to the washer. And for most half the country or more, this is the way you were supposed to do things. This is the way mom told you to do it. Yes. Now, my mother taught me. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's the way common sense dictates. Things. Common sense dictates, of course. No, but so this is the same thing, right? This is the same thing as race. But I got to a place where I was like, you know what? I don't really give a shit about things like that. I feel like they don't matter, even though I'm really religious about it now. Still, when we were living together, I would just be like, that corner of my bedroom is dirty clothes. And then when I would go into wash my clothes, I would take everything out and right around the laundry mat have piles of reds, you know, dark colors, whites, things like that. And Brenda would come in and go, why don't you put your clothes in a fucking clothes hamper like a fucking adult? And I was like, because I'm an adult and I can decide to do whatever the fuck I want to do because I can call it adult because I'm adulting. I'm the one doing it. I can choose how to do it. That's the way I do it. If I want to wear jeans to work, I'll wear jeans to work. Now, if I did that, Brando, Brando were my boss, he'd fire me, call me a schlub, and have me thrown out on my ass because I was bringing tawdry clothing into the work environment. How dare you? <laughs> how dare I? He would tell everybody in a TPS report. <laughs> but that's always been the case. Always been the case. And I'm still using what's up and bruh. And I'm going to swerve and I'm going to use words like that. And you listen to Silk Sonic too, you hypocritical fuck. You know better. Wait, I do have a question though. Yeah. Did you watch Encanto? Not yet. And it has to do. I don't even do... know what the fuck that is. Encanto is a Disney movie and she sent the clip on our discord that said the character was designed after me and I showed it, it to Brooke and we intend exactly to watch it. exactly like you. <laughs> like I, I take that as a compliment. Guys got moves. Guys got moves. I was like, oh my God, did they base this one off of Charlie? <laughs> so we were going to watch it, but of course my parents came and that sort of threw a horseshoe into everything. You can't do it. Yet, I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> I can't wait to it check it out. It made me cry. And then so it made me you, think of you. <laughs> we we moved. Well, thank you. Because I can't I don't want to talk about it too much or give anything away. I want to watch it first. But yeah, we went right past the fact that you came to your senses. You said you your conscious came over you. Oh, yeah. How long has I mean in that story for us? Oh, so I I took another shot and I was like, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> okay. And then I Any started. <laughs> I was like, What'd you text me? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm too busy. <laughs> and you he know, was like, oh, you. that makes me really sad. And I was like, well, I was like, I've lived here. Bad. I've lived here how long and you've never come to visit. So the ball's in your court, dude. You can cross yeah, the border I mean, and come see me. If you really want to see me that bad, you can cross the border. I think that's how I ended it. All right. I think. Uh, I think the best way to to end this episode is for to get two hot takes on what your your two uh very very masculine co-hosts brando and charlene <laughs> think about um this dude and what his behavior says brando what's your hot take what do you think of this guy douche <laughs> douche i second 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 can i hear second. a third for a douche a third bet. yeah i mean <laughs> Here, here's the fucked up thing. It is the saddest cliche copycat gamesmanship, and it's um, it's just to reassure that that little tiny ego. And look, I'm a man. Every guy has it. Even JJ Watt. Question that I said it. But please, continue. I said it. But every guy has it. That that little voice inside of him that will make that ego want to reach out from inside your head or inside oh, yeah, your chest. Yeah, just knowing and that he has that power over me. Like it's that's probably the point, like though. makes him puff his chest and is like, yeah, I can still get that. Like And and look, I think when you have those kinds of relationships where that chemistry is the way where one person knows they've got their hooks in another. Yeah. I, I I'm not I'm not entirely I've seen it where I believe it's unconscious. I've yeah. seen it where it's a mixture of unconscious and they know about it. And I've seen it where the person's just a sociopath. 
It's a, I, I, I want to believe that it's more of an unconscious slash comfort thing. Look, it's probably a little bit of, of a bunch that I don't know above yeah. my education and pay grade. I've just seen it where, uh, like even here, like we've talked about it. I've mentioned family a few times. There's family I have that would ask me to do something for them. Mm-hmm. and are very conscious about not wanting to take advantage of me just being a generous guy who wants to go out and help. I just want to be helpful most of the time. And I also have family that I love, but will 100% milk that thing yeah, and get and just keep coming and keep coming. And unless I actually present myself in almost a total dickish way, they won't yield. Like, I almost have to hurt their feelings and be, a, you know, I can't, you can't just be nice. And I'm soft on them. You know, I love them. They're, they're family. But those, there are people out there who will just take you for everything you're going to give them and keep taking until, and they won't know about it until you say, hey, you're taking too much, you know, yeah. and, and that can go over good or bad. And that's, that's with family, but I've had it happen with friends. I've had it happen with people that I know. And I, I mean, there's definitely people that it has not worked out well with, you know, for a lot of reasons. A good example of people I've had to forgive in the past, you know, uh, Brando knows of some old friends of mine, right? I mean, Muriel has come up a couple of times. <laughs> you know, there's people out there that I totally am. I take my friendship seriously and I go out of my way for people. And mm-hmm. if they are those people that, you know, by the time I've, it's gone too far and I say something like to stop it, address it, set a boundary and they react with something heinous and terrible. Yeah. It can be hard, man. You know, and I have to mm-hmm. end up, but the, so that's kind of what I was saying about forgiveness, right? I'm no longer talking to those people or friends with them, but I'm not carrying around the grudge. Right. You know, so in my mind, that's, that's a good example of what I think healthy forgiveness is. They don't get to fucking take advantage of that kindness like they had. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk around pissed off and upset about it. I'm not going right. to think about it. They are who they are. I get it. I got it. That's just the only choice. And that sucks. And sometimes it's regrettable. And I think you do that with anybody that you actually give a shit about, whether it's right. an old love that's still, you know, left a mark or whether it's a really good friend that you, you will look back on and, and think about. You know, I, I think about exes where I know that I couldn't talk to them without there being just a them having something against me. But I miss the friendship there. Like there was an element right. that was good and pure, but it couldn't exist without without all the other fucked up elements. That's why relationships can be toxic, right? Right. So yeah, hey, sweet brevity psychology. Get on the couch. Yeah. We did it in an hour. We solved all your relationship problems in an Thank hour. Thank you. Baby. I appreciate you it. You no longer have any relationships. I don't issues. have any issues. I'm very yeah. single and I'm ready to mingle. Next time, Start next time you get a you right. up. In fact, that's what you should do from now on. You got to promise that if you get a you up text that you'll just reply with a link to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, anybody listening, if that's what you want to do, I'm not it's a great gonna, idea. It's a great idea. I don't think I'm do going to get one anymore because I, I hopefully uh, solved that problem. Yeah, I hopefully think you solved that problem too. Yeah, by saying Nothing no. Nothing that more well mimosas won't make. Well I grew done. up a little bit this year, guys, just a little bit. <laughs> I think we should thank Brando. He had everything yeah, to do with it. Thanks, Brando. I mean, he's, Appreciate I mean, he's the certified grown-up in the room, right? Yeah. Someone has to be. Yeah, no, because like I swear, I think Becky from two years ago would have taken the ten pairs of chonies and one pair of pants and gotten on a flight or gotten in her car and somehow made it there. So I'm Thanks proud of myself. Thanks, Brando. <laughs> Remember, everybody, dirty clothes go, go in the hamper. Don't forget. <laughs> Oh yeah. We'll send you an angry, angry Always. Brando to come back at you. I have I like what you eight gotta do is you gotta get the you gotta get the the separate hamper so you can separate your colors, your yeah. whites and your towels. I have one yeah. of those. Yeah. So we'll only Brando talking it. about separating the whites. Jeez, man. Yeah. And you Longer, gotta wash everything asshole. on cold, cold. 
<laughs> totally true. Totally. Yeah. True. Cold, 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 cold. I'm feeling you. We're going to end on that note. Any final thoughts from either one of you? No. Dead. <laughs> go watch Ted. Go watch Ted Cruz embarrass himself on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, that's again. You know what? That's a good way to end it. We told you we weren't. Hey, you know what? Congratulations to us. We didn't talk about COVID. We didn't talk about politics. Right on. Right on. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. Proud of us. All right. Well, we'll be back, guys. We hope that everybody who's listening is having a great 2022 or beginning to great 2022. We realize that that's a little weird with everything going on, of course, and the anniversaries that have just passed and blah and blah and blah. But just in the context of what we're dealing with as individuals, we hope you guys are having a good year. We hope we're making it a little bit better. Come back and join us again. We got another, we got more episodes coming at you every week this year, and we're going to be introducing you to some of those podcasts I mentioned to you before. Thanks for keeping up with us and listening. Remember, we're brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. You can check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Check out any other of the podcasts that are there on the website. You're going to enjoy all of them. Cinephile, Hissy Fit, Ruminations of Red Rum. 25 Yards Later, Fantasy Football Podcast has gotten a lot of praise from people in the network that are playing fantasy football and listening to their advice. And I got to give them credit. One of those guys won a championship, almost won two, and that's not easy. So check it out. They have a show that goes on well beyond the football season into the off season and you can get ready for that next fantasy football season coming next year. Also, don't forget to check out Oh God, It Hurts, a gaming podcast that's really designed for those of us who have spent the last 20 years growing up with gaming. Um, it's a really good show. We hope you enjoy them, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Bye. Brando, I promise I'll be a better Bye. Bye. What's up, gang? This is Hoptimus. You've been listening to one of the great new podcasts from Ruminations Radio Network. If you want some more tasty sound vibes, come check out my new podcast, The Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about alternate timelines, cyberpunk, anime, and other crazy worlds. If that does not strike your fancy, we have plenty of other great shows at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com.